0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue.
2: This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. You're listening to good things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Mississippi, Mississippi here I come. bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places and things to do. Now, now. Here's Rebecca.
2: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. And don't forget to take advantage of the children being out of school another week and go ahead and plan some family fun. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And just because Christmas is over doesn't mean you still can't get out and see all the lights that many of our Mississippi communities have to offer. I think they're still ice skating across the state as well. So use this week to get out and explore. Okay, it is... It is Monday here on Good Things. We're going to start it off with our Confess It Monday. I want to know who spent at least one of the last four holidays, because technically we got four days to celebrate Christmas, in the same PJs from sunup to sundown, at least 124 hours. Rhino?
3: I can't even claim that. I would have loved to have done it. But uh, even I had to to get into actual clothes, clothes and and meet and greet and see people.
2: All four days. Well, we had to work on Thursday. Now, I did it on Christmas Day because we had a scaled back day. We had our big thing yesterday. So from Santa to bedtime on Christmas Day, I was in the same dead gum pajamas. And I thought about bathing. And then I thought, Nah, why not? It's Christmas. Let's all just hang out and take it down a notch. I brushed my teeth twice. But <laughs> that's as far as I got. But don't worry. I made before I came in today. But if you had at least 24 hours in the same PJ, 601 Now is your safe space to confess it. And I've got with me in the studio one of my favorite people, Miss Beth Bowman. She is a writer. She's a speaker. And she's an excellent skipper.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm <saw> really <laughs> good at
2: skipping. It's like my secret sauce. It's your secret sauce. But yeah. i got to know, you, you kind of fit the bill, too. You confess it, too, in terms of absolutely, staying comfy. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. So I have this great joy. T-shirt that I bought from a friend who has their own little small business and it's comfy and so I wore it one day and I thought this shirt is so comfy I think I shall sleep in it and I did and the next day it was still just as comfy as it was the day before so I pretty much spent a good 48 hours in the same T-shirt no shame here it is a shame it's
2: Christmas you know and I think there is and you wonder why your kids push back on bathing so much or brushing their teeth but the teeth part I don't understand because I always feel immense joy Boy when you yeah, brush your teeth, they'll fall out. But my daughter will be. Like, Why do I have to bathe? And I'm like, well, that's gross. But there are those days where you're just like, you know what? I just want to just relax, and Absolutely. it just be able to bring Absolutely. it down. Absolutely, you a
4: couple know, many countries do not bathe, but once a week. Well, so that's not we here. Are, yeah, that's right. That's not in <laughs> Mississippi for sure. Not at my house, but in what your house,
2: there are a lot of different people who probably have different ways they like to wear their PJs or or, or whatever it may be. Trying to segue to the fact though that you. Are in a blended family almost I seventeen am. years almost now 17, 17 plus actually seventeen plus and there's many of our good things family members who do have blended families and absolutely be- becoming more of I guess you hate to use the word normal because what's that that's a what's normal what's normal sitting on it's, your hair dryer, dry- your hair dryer on your uh, yeah. on your dryer I, I love that sort of thing and you've kind of made it your mission although you you don't necessarily say you're expert in this area Um, definitely not not. but to sort of use your own family's journey and story to you know let others know that they're not alone yes definitely and that this is a conversation I feel like it's a good to have is to have to even start the conversation of blended families yeah absolutely Rebecca
4: first of all the stat I only brought one stat with me I love stats you know seven out of ten stats are made up on the on the spot but this one was (laughs) not this one was not Pew Research Center says this, that 42% of all adults in the United States have some sort of step-blended family relationship somewhat they may be a step parent they may be a step child or they may have a step parent there's some kind of blended family in 42 percent and that that number is growing as more and more families blend or um, have step families or as I say bonus bonus families bonus bonus parents that um, this is growing and so uh, my journey with Mark uh, we are a blended family and we've learned a lot We learn a lot from people who know a lot of things, and we don't mind asking help from the experts, absolutely, but we've been doing this 17 and a half years now.
2: And you feel like you've sort of learned some good, uh, I won't say tips and tricks, because that feels a little cheesy when it comes around talking about family's life, but at least ways to have conversations or think of things differently. And Jeff and Grenada said, what is a blended family? And I don't think the the purpose is at all is not taking away the fact that families should try Marriages should be tried to be saved. Marriages should, should go in together. You should go into a marriage thinking it's going to work out. Absolutely. But the truth is, for a lot of folks listening to good things, that's already not an option. So, yeah, we're already on
4: the other side. (laughs) We're on the other side, and we're doing this blended families. Jeff, he was—he asked that question. Blended is a family that is still parenting in some form Um, it's not a multiracial relationship although it might be some people think that that's what we mean by blended but blended or step families is the word that we're going to use and that is where one or more partners who've gotten married uh, might have children from a previous relationship and so you bring that aspect and so someone like a girl who gets married to a guy who has uh, kids from a previous marriage or relationship she uh, in addition to getting married to him all the sudden she becomes a stepmom the moment she gets married. So that's a brand new relationship and maybe one she's not anticipated or expected and so um, are prepared for. I guess that's a better way to say that. So that's what we're
2: talking about today. And I want my purpose with this is just to give you permission to have conversations within your own family, maybe even using something that Beth sort of shares, because I feel like there's not enough support around blended families to have a safe space to have these conversations conversations yeah. Especially if you walk in and you feel like you don't know what to do with your hands.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you <laughs> you're navigating new yeah. waters, uncharted territories. And there's not a ton of resources, although at the end I will point our listeners to some great resources that Mark and I have found in our journey. First of all, just a backstory. You need to know our back is that we met. When I met Mark, um, he had been raising his two daughters, Misty and Erica, and I had been raising as a single dad. And I have been raising Graham and Carson, my two boys, as a single dad. Mom, and so as we met instantly, he became a stepdad, not when we met, excuse me, when we met, fell in love, got married. So I like got married on your first day there, <laughs> Beth. Didn't well, know that part about your wanted, story. That was the one fine man right there. But anyway, so when we got married a year and a half later after we met, let me clarify that. Um, I instantly became a stepmom to grown girls or our bonus mom to grown girls. And he instantly became, um, a stepdad or a bonus dad to young boys. And so, you know, you, it's just, all of a sudden, it just happens all of a sudden. And so that's the thing about step families is, you know, when you're, when you're in an intact family, husband, wife gets married in the normal way and you have your children, like you did, Rebecca, um, you become a mom, your husband becomes a dad at the same time. And so you grow with that. It's kind of a, it's almost like a microwave. You know, it's, it's fast. It's instant. You know, you make those memories together. But in a blended family or a step family, uh, when you get married and you sit around the same dining table, Everyone who's sitting there is sitting there because of loss. They lost someone in their life, either through death or divorce or dissolving a relationship, in order for that family to become anew. And so it's more like a crockpot. That's what they say, the difference in families. You know, it's the, the microwave, the instant way where intact people get married, have children, they grow up. They grow make memories and grow up together or a blended family where it's like a crock pot it takes lots and lots and lots of years and time and energy and effort in order to make that family work
2: and no matter where I guess you would be on your blended family journey like you could have been married for this is your first Christmas maybe your holidays you had Mm -hmm. navigating those waters or maybe it's your 10th Christmas and you still haven't figured it out there's never too early or too late to maybe try to try things differently oh
4: my goodness yes and I think as a Bonus mom and uh, Mark as a bonus dad as Ristel parents. we're continually learning every single year. Like um, this year, we had the 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 blessing of becoming grandparents. Mark's daughter Erica had triplets, and so that's a new journey for us because she needed us in a different way uh, than the other kids did, um, and still does. They're great though; those kids. Oh my goodness, there's three babies. But
2: anyway, um, you're learning things all the time as your family evolves and changes. Yeah, and if if you find yourself in this way although beth will say she's not an expert but if you have a question for her, maybe how to navigate some water 601-879-4395 will allow you to at least ask if she wants to answer she can <laughs> or not um oh. but from your experience i mean i guess you had older older children what was some of the best advice that you ever received around yeah. that
4: i would say well my kids were let me try to do this math really well in my head and i'm not going to hit the the age is right but um for mark and i our journey was um easier than some and that none of our kids were the same gender and the same age at the same time and i am so respectful of those families out there that are blending their families still families and they have two kids the same age and we'll talk about that in a minute what to do in those scenarios but i had two boys and they were let's say seven and ten and our girls were like 17 and 20 just around in those and so it's a little bit different in that we had an older girl a younger girl and together we had an Older boy and a younger boy. Nobody lost their spot in our family. So, ours was a pretty easy journey. Do you know what I'm saying? It's been a pretty easy journey. We've made some mistakes, of course, and we've had some great memories, too.
2: But there are families out there that may look a little bit different, but I bet they can benefit from the best advice you ever received. We're going to get that and more with Beth coming up next here on Good Things. Sounds Sounds
3: good. because It'll still be two days to waste and we're sorry. It'll
5: still be two days to waste and we're sorry. It'll still be two days to waste say we're sorry. It's my stadium home of the Robbie.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 62. For Tuesday, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 78. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 78. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. That's 601-345-8090 Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com That's com.
5: A complete flag source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business.
6: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly cheesesteak sandwich or wrap, melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
3: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better,
0: faster. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's good things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Here's a
0: story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of.
2: Of good things to do in Mississippi, so make sure you take some time to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can get more content from Super Talk on our new YouTube channel, so just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm/slash-the-youtubes. Don't forget to subscribe; it is free, and you get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course the good things. And we're continuing our conversation with my good friend Beth Bowman. Woo-hoo! She's a writer, speaker, an excellent skipper. Oh yes, and a friend of Rebecca Turner. And and that's is what she- is a mom as well thing. as a stepmom, yes. and I think um, what I appreciate is, you know, you come today not with necessarily like a book to sell or any sort of course. No, girl, I ain't got nothing. It's just the fact that <laughs> you and I both recognize that step families are becoming. The more they're becoming more normal or they more. Yeah. I don't use. It's like weird. You don't prolific. want to say the, you don't know the right words like to say because everyone wants their marriage to survive and should. And fight we for. want it to, yes. But at some point, you're on the other Sometimes side of don't. it, and you're like, yeah. too late for for that. Yeah. Um, and then you do find yourself in a second chapter of life, Absolutely. and I think there needs to be more open, honest conversation, definitely, on how to do that well. Yeah. It's and hard and fun, but, yeah, it's hard and fun. And be honest with it. Oh, good night. Did good you feel night. the need in Thanks the beginning, Mark. Beth, to uh, act like you had it all together? Like Oh, you knew, knew what I've never
4: do? really had it all together, <laughs> in my whole entire life. So, no, I didn't feel the need to have it together, but I did start out with my expectations so dang high, like, oh, we're going to blend this together perfectly overnight, and it's just, it's a lot of work. I mean, and I tell friends now, we do a good bit of counseling, my husband and I do blended families and we love that when people are starting out to step parent you know give us some advice or we sit down with them or walk them through issues or whatever and I say hey um, give it time that's what I tell people now that's one of my best lessons I've learned is you just give it time and trust will build Um, at our marriage ceremony Mark took a moment out to look at my boys um, 7 and 10 at the time in fact he got down on one knee and he said i make it a commitment to each of you Graham and Carson to be the best stepdad I can and to help you grow into to be godly man and I will pray for you every day. He's kept that promise for 17 years and they trust him. But the the trust was not instant in the same way I took the girls hands and was going to make a promise to them and instead it sounded like this <laughs> but what I was telling them is that um I love your dad and I love you and you always have a place in my home and you're always welcome in my heart and in my life and that's been true but it's taken them 17 years to trust in that because words are one but actions are another and so with a blended family they believe actions so you've got to do those actions over and over and over again for the trust and relationship to
2: build we have someone who texts in a question for yeah. and said, how do you teach an older? child about marriage and a healthy relationship when they've never seen one. Oh yes okay. Actually, so, that wasn't supposed to be funny no, I mean, yeah. it's, but, it's a but they've not seen one yeah. yeah,
4: so for me it was important for my boys growing up and for Mark with his um, girls growing up not just to have friends who were in the same boat like I didn't have all single mom friends I had some friends some couples who had been married and who had healthy great relationships I wanted my boys to see that and if you're part of a faith family one of those great places to look is in a small group To find some of those people, don't isolate yourself. You need the wisdom of other step-parents and step-families, definitely. But you also need the model for intact families. You need that model for your kids to look up to and see how conflict works in that home. And how relationships work in that home. Our youth pastor Kevin Anthony, I always told him, you know, great that he taught the Bible. That was great, and that he prayed. Of course, that was great. I'm not saying I'm not minimizing that. But one of the best things he did for my kids was to model what a what a relationship looked like in the context of a husband and a wife um that were committed to each other, and there was no brokenness there, and um how that looked. And that was one of the great things he did for my. Should kids. you
2: point it out to your children that like that's what a healthy relationship should look like? I mean, I, I know think they get that. that.
4: I think they. Get that. They're going to see that. And hopefully, um, mine and Mark's relationship was also healthy, but I'm talking about intact a a marriage commitment that has not been broken by one spouse. Um, No, I don't think you pointed out. I think they just gather it. So (laughs) I don't think you don't need eight by ten pictures of, okay, (laughs) this is what it looks like, people. No, you can just, you know, just, I'm just saying spend time with all different kinds of relationships. Relationships. Yeah,
2: absolutely. We had started here on Good Things, Beth, talking about the best advice you ever received when you became a stepmother. What was that? Oh, my goodness.
4: Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, I want to say this. One of my tips or tricks that sounds cheesy, but it's just true. If you're in a blended family, you're step parenting, do get some wisdom from people who are farther down farther down the road. Further down the road? Whichever way. Okay, good. Mississippi English right there, but um, who were down the road a little bit and who've done it well. And sit down with them and say, How'd you do this? One of the best things that Mark and I did before we got married, we had some great friends who had blended and step parented very well. And we sat down and got up in their business. Now, that couple has to be willing. You can't just go to a random couple at the mall. Hey, y'all are blended and step-parents. Would you help me? No, it needs to be somebody you have a relationship with. But these couples, it was three different couples, and we got up in their business, and they were open and honest with us. And that helped us so much prevent some things. And so the best, one of the best advices that I ever got was from a friend who said, um, don't look at every bump in the road with your kids as the fact that you're a step family because there is that feeling that okay your kids mess up or let's say they cut school I'm just making up something but they cut school not that my kids ever have <laughs> anyway that's a joke Um let's say they cut school or whatever your first instinct as um, a, as um a mom or as a step mom or as a step dad or as a dad your instinct is to say oh it's because we're a blended family if we were not be a blended family if we hadn't had loss you know we wouldn't be no some kids just cut school they're going to cut school kids are going to be kids that was her point, and that helped me so much, especially parents and the boys, because they were young when we got married. As they grew up, not to blame everything on the fact that we're a blended family. It's easy to do that. So that's one of my advices that I would give, I would, I, and I have passed along. That was great advice. That was great advice. Helps
2: you relax a little bit. It does, absolutely. Yeah. And and I think that also helps intact families as well. I mean, I think absolutely. just knowing that kids are going to be kids. One of the best advices I got from a grandmother with my first daughter, and it was baby. It wasn't raising. Is just um, some. Sometimes babies cry because they want to. Mm -hmm. And you're not doing anything wrong Because the first-time mom. like They just like to cry sometimes. They're expressing themselves. They're They're saying hello. Absolutely. Do that somewhere else is what I think. So I'm sure, too, when you become, uh, well, even when you get married, whether it's for the first time or as a blended family, people are full of advice. And sometimes the advice just isn't good, Beth. And sometimes you don't realize that until you actually try the advice. Um, So did you get any bad advice?
4: I think for some people, um, and, and, you know, everybody does it differently. Let me say this, Rebecca, because even as I'm talking... Um, there's probably no one listening right now who might have the same exact age of their kids and the same gender of their kids as I did. Does that make sense? So this whole blended family step family thing is large and that it looks differently. It could be his kids, it could be her kids. Sometimes they add our kids in there, which adds a different dimension to everything. So anything I'm saying realize that it's worked maybe in my situation, you have to figure out how it works in your situation. But uh, one of my things that I do encourage families to do is that the, the parent of origin needs to spend time with their kids sometimes i need to spend time with my boys sometimes and even as as mark's daughters are grown and have children mark spends times with his girls he needs that they need their intact parent with them sometimes and so uh, the worst advice i ever got was to treat my kids as mine and his kids as his and that is awful in that if you've made a commitment in a relationship to be married that should be you should have unity about yourself but you should have unity with your kids too if you have four kids you have four kids together that's what you have you don't have his kids and her kids you have your kids together and if you go into it that mindset that helps a whole lot because your your ability to parent your ability to do family do life have relationship if you look at things with equality among the kids that goes a long, long way. So that was bad advice, and I did not follow it. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's our kids. It's it not his kids and
2: mine. It's ours it's it's ours and I think our conversation here on good things today I hope you know it's resonating with you especially if you have if you found yourself in a blended family and it's never anyone's intention I don't think anyone you know is is you know a kid growing up and going oh I can't you know wait I can't wait to be a stepmom but it no, may no. but it may actually <laughs> yeah, happen and absolutely you know uh, 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 it's an innocent story but uh my oldest you know uh, by the time that they're nine they have uh friends at school and they want to be their little high boyfriends or they start like or sure. whatever, sure. And w- anyway, and Neely had one little boy who was, you know, sweet after her. But she already had her little friend that she did her Valentine's cards and stuff yeah. with. And we. We teach that you, you know, you only have one, you know, so, or whatever it may be. And the little boy said, that's okay. I can be the stepdad. Oh my goodness. He was, (laughs) he gave himself a role and that's really not
4: a role that kids play very often, is it? But obviously
2: he had, um, Mm -hmm. you know, he has that experience in his own, in his own family. And obviously it was a positive one, but it took me
4: back on like, how do we have this conversation? Because (laughs) that's a whole different thing. (laughs) Yeah. Growing up, I played house. I always tell people I want to be a wife and a mom. That was like my goal in life and a writer. That's another story. But anyway, and a dancer. But that's a whole nother story. Requires counseling. But anyhow, I never played house where I was a stepmom. I never played house where I was a stepmom. But I am a stepmom. And I think it's important, too, to remember your goals. Remember your Mm -hmm. goals. My goal is not to be the girl's mom. Mm -hmm. They have a mom. They have a great mom. But I can be the most amazing stepmom, bonus mom in the whole entire world. That's my goal.
2: So you have to reframe what it is. You reframe reframe. it. You do. You do. I'm I'm okay being number two. It's okay. Well we've got we've we've got more with Beth coming up next where she has some resources for step families here on Good Things. Let's do it, yeah.
0: Now is the perfect time to do something new. Try a new color. Entertain in style. Elevate your comfort. New Year's savings have started at Miss Kelly's, and right now you can save up to $300, plus get 60 months financing with no money down. Visit us online to check out what's in stock and ready for you. Trying something new never sounded so good. Going on now at all Miss Kelly's locations.
1: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Tall Mississippi News. The Mississippi Highway Patrol's Christmas holiday travel enforcement period began Thursday and concluded Sunday at midnight. During that time, troopers issued 6,520 citations, made 146 arrests for impaired driving, and investigated 174 crashes, resulting in 30 injuries and one death. The fatal crash occurred in Jasper County. The victim was identified as 24-year-old Darian Millsap of Fossburg. And Mississippi's casinos are doing well, despite the pandemic. Jay McDaniel is director of the Mississippi Gaming Commission.
6: I think there's just a lot of uh, discretionary income that's out there, uh, kind of post-COVID. People just wanting to get out, people traveling. You know, sixty percent of our visits are from out of state and we've seen that continue.
1: McDaniel said they're on pace to generate two point six billion dollars this year. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
2: wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can get more of your favorite Super Talk shows in podcast form. So make sure that wherever you listen to podcasts, you subscribe to The Gallo Show, Middays, which are good things with us here, as well as all of Sports Talk Mississippi and all the favorites, Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, Eagle Hour, and so much more. And we're getting more of Beth Bowman today. Woo-hoo! She is joining us here on... i get uh, more of Rebecca Turner today, <laughs> That's the important thing. Probably more than you need, but that's Woo. okay. She's a writer speaker. I still love this excellent skipper. And um, but you are—you've been a stepmom for seventeen years, I have. and you've I learned love. through the ups and downs. And I—I I heard you say during the break that your mission was just to encourage blended families.
1: Yes,
4: today, if you're out there and you're you're in a blended family, if you're step parents, because the holidays are hard, aren't they? Oh, holidays, even are though we're, we're on the
2: other hard. side. I can think, I just
4: tell you, yeah. And that was one of my tips. I was going to say, look, get over yourself. If you think every holiday has to be celebrated on that day, let me just how you get over yourself. If you have a lot of calendars going on and my friend Mariah, I talked to her before coming in, "Hey there Mariah, she is a rock star stepmom and her husband's a rock star stepdad and then they have a kid together. So they're they're doing this great conglomeration. But she works hard to be intentional. So whether it's Christmas or New Year's or 4th of July or birthdays whatever, the idea is that you celebrate that. The date on the calendar does not matter. So she's very intentional. Um, she has a stepson that lives in Louisiana. So she works very hard to make sure that when he is in town, they celebrate his birthday or Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever it is. He doesn't miss a holiday with their little family. So she's very intentional. And she just reminded me about that today when I called her. I said, girl, give me something good. And so great. That was a great tip. Just remember.
2: Many who are texting in because I knew, I mean, obviously, uh, blended families are getting you know they're growing by number by day, mm-hmm. and again we we want you to fight for your marriage. But if you find yourself yes. in in a step family situation, then yeah, you need to make the best of it. Oh, yeah. And Smith uh, Smith Mike and Tishomingo says his father never liked to use the word uh, step, but he was always would say that he was his by heart, and oh, he's never forgotten that. that. And I, I think, love that. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful. That just says too. this
4: relationship was born not biologically, but started in my heart when I fell in love with you, and that is so true. And I have to do first of all shout. Out. Hey there, Rusty in Oxford. Yay, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Also, I will say this. This is the funny season that we're in, is that my oldest uh, stepdaughter, my bonus daughter, um, has four kids. And then the second daughter, bonus daughter, has, you know, had the triplets this year. So that brings our total number of grandchildren to eight. I'm far too young for that. But I'm really not chronologically. But um, so together we have eight. And one of my friends uh, stupidly said to me one day, well, they're just your step grand." children and honest to goodness Rebecca I've never hit someone but I thought about it that day like you know what I'm saying I could have physically hit her because um they've never had a day of their life that I wasn't in it you right. know what I'm saying? So th- that step gets totally out. That bonus get totally out. I'm a grandma, you know, which I don't like because I like feeling younger than that. But I love those kids; they're mine. And so that's the period end of sentence for me. There's no steps in grandparenting. I just want to throw that out to anybody who might be listening. <laughs> those are
2: uh, relationships. Because if that you do are find sweet. yourself as a grandparent gaining yeah. extra grandbabies, you just, then you, yes. you just hit the lottery because you that's did. You the... did.
4: And my mother-in-law, can I tell you, she is a rock star uh, mother-in-law for a hundred reasons one is that she cooks me chocolate pies but another reason is because from the beginning when mark and i got married she got pictures of my boys and put them up on the wall on the wall in her home with her biological grandchildren so we shall we say anyway and from the moment she just said these are a part of my life and how precious was that so that's been a um our journey has just been super sweet when it comes to that so i would say if you're out there and you are a grandparent an extra grandparent that you've gained some uh bonus uh, grandchildren during this time. Get some pictures of them, put them
2: on your wall. What I would say, too, uh, include them. Don't allow this time to go by without embracing the fact that God's brought you these, these extra Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. If, even if you don't feel like it's your space, you can still be that good representation yes, that maybe you they need. And
4: love on them and make them feel included. That's very important. Everybody needs to feel included and have their spot in your family. So work hard to make that
2: happen. And the purpose of this conversation, Beth, I felt like, was to help people start that conversation. And mm-hmm. if they're listening to good things, they're like, okay, I'm waving. A white flag. Maybe we're not doing the best that we could. I feel like I'm drowning, or maybe we could be doing things better. Yeah. Especially when you come off something as acute as the holidays, it starts to really um, show maybe some, oh, yeah. some cracks oh, in goodness. some relationships. and families. Um, and that's intact or blended or, or whatever you're doing. Whatever yes. you're doing. Whatever you holidays do. are hard. Holidays yeah. are hard. And so, but, but it can be a way to step back and go, okay, here are some areas in which we can mm-hmm. grow and we can learn and maybe try things differently. Be willing yeah. To do it different, yeah. And so, what are some of the resources you have for step? Well,
4: families? as as we get to those resources, let me let me back up and say this too. When it comes to when you step back and look at it and evaluate it, uh, Rebecca, it may be that you need to write. A new story here. Maybe some of the old traditions that you had with your kids of origin or some old traditions you had even growing up. Intact families have this all the time because you know your husband brought his traditions, you brought your traditions and all of a sudden you get married and you have to have new traditions or you should. Keep some of the old but start new as a family and I'm sure y'all do have some new things that just y'all do um, together as a family. And so I would encourage also step families, splendid families to do that. To start some traditions that are just yours. Silly thing we do on Christmas is we play spoons. The game my husband started that 17 years ago we have wrestled on the floor of these spoons we have um not argued in a bad way but just in a fun way and we look forward to we 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 play spoons for gift cards. That's just kind of our thing. So that's one of our traditions we've started. We have lots of them that we've done, but that's one of them. So I see start your new things. If, if you're looking back and evaluating, maybe it's time that you thought, okay, as we have this new family in its form, whatever form it is in, uh, how are we going to work together? Be very intentional. Maybe you decide to celebrate the first Saturday of March for no reason whatsoever, but it's your family's holiday. You can choose your own holiday if you'd like to. Any of that. Some resources, though, for all that. One resource I'll give you is kind of a generic resource but has proven to be beneficial for almost every step blended family out there and that is counseling. Some good counseling. I encourage before you get married, while you're married it doesn't matter. Of course this would go for intact or blended families but when you get in that bump in the road, don't give up. Family's hard, you know. Your it, it, marriage is hard. It's, it's taking two people, it's taking families, everything together, kids, throwing it all together, and, and assuming it's going to work without some divine miracle well first of all you can get a divine miracle you can ask the lord for his help but in addition that god has given wisdom to some counseling so i would say if you're at a bump in the road and you are a step family please look to those resources for me it would be christian counselors is what i would look forward to uh, and look for those people who have some experience dealing with blended families mark and i had a situation when um our oldest son, Graham, was in high school, and it was a bump in the road. And so we definitely found a Christian counselor and went to them three, four times. You don't have to go the rest of your natural life. You can go and get some things worked out and get some wisdom. Um, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. I would go tomorrow if we need to. We're at a different phase with our kids all grown. you know. But if I was in the middle of that and they were all up in my house and I needed some help, I would definitely go. So I would encourage you to look toward counseling. The second resource that I give you that Um, has proven so beneficial to us and hundreds of people that we have counseled is smartstepfamilies.com smartstepfamilies.com it's by Ron Deal and he is just written. He's the premier guy on step families out there. Everything he writes, I think, is good. But he's also written a brand new resource. If you are about to get into a relationship that might have some sort of step parenting to that relationship, um, they have a 10-week uh, prepare for marriage course just for people who are going to be step parents. And so I would encourage That's on step, smartstepfamilies.com.
2: So that's one that I love. And then, too, just connecting, I think, too, with your local community and finding those families Absolutely. that can be fair. Yeah and be okay not being okay yeah
4: being okay not being okay that's Rebecca Turner saying I think oh, and no, being no, okay no, no, no. saying we're trying to figure this out we don't have it all figured out if you're not a part of a faith community I would encourage you to do that because in a faith community you can uh, I think there's some honest conversations happening in a lot of faith communities and often in those small groups you can find couples who might be in the same season that you are and uh, with those couples together you can do some life and figure out some things so that would
2: encourage that too Because I feel like the at the end of the day, no matter what your family looks like at the moment, we want it to you want it to succeed, and I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. And so, if you found yourself in that step family or blended family—new word today—yeah, and good things, sort of scenario, then don't give up on it. Because again, coming out of the holidays, I have friends who are walking through different seasons as with younger and all the things. And I feel like just like with all the other things that need to be brought out in light, this conversation needs to be elevated as well. That you know, blended families they need. Need, they need help. They I mean, need they need, help. and they, I think too. And if you're an intact family, you know, I feel so worried with all these code words. Yeah. <laughs> if you're married to your original husband, husband. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to. It feels odd, but yeah, here we are. Yeah. This is life. Yeah. I think you know, being okay to, you know, show the support where you can Absolutely.
4: You probably have. You know, like the stat I started with today, Rebecca, 42.3%. Look at that. There's somebody in your neighborhood that you can reach out to or maybe it's, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and include like single moms, you know, that may have kids that might need some babysitting help or whatever or maybe it is that step family that just needs that encouragement and that support. Remember, they're dealing with a whole lot of other people's schedules that are out of their control. That's hard. You know, all of a sudden the, the ex wife or ex I call my my husband's ex wife. She's, she's my she's my wife in law is what I call her. And she laughs and we have a great relationship. But but if you're in a relationship and not all those are as easy as mine is, I'm very grateful with that. Very thankful for that. But if you are then then keep in mind that those step families they're dealing with a whole lot of other um well, problems and maybe pressure that you're so not aware of. We all of. have a
2: place to play in Absolutely. everyone's role in a positive way. Well, Beth, Absolutely. thank you so much for being
4: here. Oh, girl, anytime. It's like right. good to get some Rebecca Turner in my line. Thank <laughs> you so much. We got more
2: coming
5: up next.
0: ever feel like making an appointment with your doctor takes a lot of time only to feel rushed through the actual appointment Avoid the hassle at Capital Ortho, where our board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are waiting to treat you immediately with one-on-one professional and personal patient care. Both you and your time matter to the staff at Capital Ortho. To schedule your same-day appointment, call 601-987-8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com.
3: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one-selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
2: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events.
0: If you're tired of big cable bills, you can get Newsmax TV for free. Millions are watching Newsmax, available now on major cable systems or for free on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. Find it streaming on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, and more. 7 million Americans have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. It takes just seconds. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why. Start watching today. This is the closing agri market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 316 to 112.28. May cotton was up 278 to 109.83. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 30 and three quarters to 1371 and a half per bushel. May soybeans were up 30 and a half to 1378 and three quarters per bushel. March corn, was up 9 cents to 614 and 3 quarters per bushel. May corn was up 9 and a half to 616 and 3 quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle was down 35 to 139.27. April live cattle was down 25 to 143.67. March feeders down 47 to 163.27. April feeders down 45 to 166.92. And At this hour, the Dow Jones is up 302 points, 36,253. I'm Dickson. Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
1: Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm.
2: planning your mississippi getaway everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. and on the SeaSpire spire text line debbie from ocean springs she mentioned that there is a great story on supertalk.fm about a dad walking his daughter down the aisle and the dad reaches out to the stepdad to shake his hand and then drags him down to join in giving away the daughter and i think as it becomes more open to talk about in terms of blended and step families. And the more of us who find ourselves in that scenario or we have grown children who walk through some of those, you know, uh, life journeys, you start to realize it can be done well. And it can be done respectfully, and then hopefully you start learning from you know those that set a good uh, set a good example. Because at the end of the day, you just want what's best for the kids, and then obviously you want your own marriage, wherever whatever side of the fence that is on, to be you know one that's intact and. blossoms so i hope you got some encouragement from her today if you want to find beth online you can she's on facebook and instagram at uh beth bowman okay confess it monday obviously we did the confess it the 24 hours uh rhino i got another confess it. i want to know how many of you got or bought scratch offs for christmas because that was like a big trend. And my sister-in-law, who came in from New Orleans, stopped and bought everybody scratch-off tickets. I think it was the dollar tickets that had the three, the Mississippi lottery, $3,000 um, limit. And we had two free ticket winners and a $5 jackpot in our house. So I'm curious who can beat out the $5 jackpot of scratch-offs that were given for, for Christmas. We did have the conversation of, okay... Like, what's the stipulations if we actually win? And of course, ours the top prize was three thousand. So, what you're going to give the the person who gave it to you is a, a little less than like if you'd have won the million. But we did. We had the conversation of like, okay, what are the what are your expectations as the giver of the scratch offs if I come up with with the three thousand? And anyway, and um, it was kind, and we had it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. My husband actually got. The $3,000 ticket, and it was three was the number, and he got two threes, two threes in two directions, and he missed the 3000 by one three on each, because it's like, you know, and so they played him for a fool, but that's okay. So any scratch-offs in your house?
3: No, I actually, I I considered grabbing a few just for random stocking stuffers when I stopped at the gas station on the way to the parents' house, but uh, I decided against it. Because I figured anybody that was old enough in the family to buy their own would go ahead and buy their own if they wanted them, and I would get in trouble for giving them to those younger.
2: Well, I did. Yes, we did. We did do that, and I, you know, uh, please don't arrest me. But I did let my child, my nine-year-old, actually scratch it off. But she technically wouldn't have won it. <laughs> but she found it was a lot of fun to, you know, look for the numbers. I'll have to admit, it's the first one I've done. I think I've done one or two before. I don't. I've never bought them um, for any for any other reason other than i just I, i'm not confident in my own luck so <laughs> i feel like it's just giving away money to the you know the mississippi roads and bridges fund and you know i do that with other taxes <laughs> so,
3: i'm not a big scratch off guy i'll play the lottery every once yeah. in a while if it gets to a big a big payout, like that like I have any better odds when it's like that. But I did play the scratch off on the very first day you could in the Magnolia State and I think I won a free scratch off. I think I won one free one out of yes. the twenty bucks or so I bought.
2: I feel like one of us, Rhino, would have won this not necessarily scratch off money, but um a prize that a professor hit cash a cash prize on campus. Have you did you read this
1: story? Oh
3: yeah. well I didn't read the story. Sorry, I saw, saw the, the the headline and that was something that it would, have, it would have only been in certain classes that this would have worked for me. There I have never won it. In some classes, I, I don't think I ever even got a syllabus.
2: So this professor, he hit a cash prize on campus. To win, students just had to read the syllabus, but there was no winner. So with every new college semester obviously coming up, students are going to get the syllabus that comes at the beginning of the year that tells you everything that's going to go on. Now, I was a syllabus reader, but I read it – As like in terms of chronologically, my mind cannot be boggled with what you need by the end of the year at the beginning. I just can't do that. I'm a very day by day, nine weeks by nine weeks, semester by semester kind of gal month by month or whatever. And so I would have gotten to the end and been like, "Ah!" and then it would have been too late. And then i would be like, well, I could have won it. But there, but those students who actually take the time to read through the directions or read through what have I only found ever the got cancer. a
3: syllabus if the professor was nice enough to give me one after missing the first day of class because after my freshman year, I just started skipping the first day of class every single time because all it was was hey we're gonna play this game where we learn each other's names and here's the syllabus get out of here I I'm not wasted my time.
2: That's why you wouldn't have won them.
3: I would not have gotten the money, unless it was certain classes where I was there on day one because I really enjoyed the professor.
2: And those professors probably wouldn't have had cash on campus. Probably not. Anyway, well, no cash is hidden from us today. But stick with us; you got more coming up next with the boys from three to six with Sports Talk Mississippi. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.